0: metapod podcast i swear this is a weekly podcast that revolves around the evolving pokemon trading card game meta my name is jake i am one of the hosts my other host over here well he's this way for those of you watching on youtube and spotify sean how are you doing the last couple weeks i should say
1: oh it's been so busy jake it's been so busy uh but yeah that's why we didn't have a pod last week i was just crazy busy I was even. I worked on the weekend. I know you work on the weekend. You worked on the weekend. Yeah, I know you work on the weekends as per normal, because that's what sports do. But mm-hmm. I worked on the weekend this weekend, which is not typical. <laughs> so it's been busy, but but we're past it now. Back past. on that. Back on that groove,
0: if you will. Back on track. Yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to know the epitome of my busy week. Um, so basketball season started last week. Mm. And so basketball season is busy uh, because it's basketball. A lot of attention. A lot of games. On Saturday, I had a football game outside in the snow because it's snowed here. I had uh, the final senior day football game. And then that was at 1. And then 6 p.m., I had a men's basketball game. Big time men's basketball game. All right. I get home at like. 10 11 because the basketball game didn't last five hours but after that i had to write about one of my other teams and another one of my other teams that had competed during the day that i couldn't write about because i was running the games and so i get home i go to bed at like 11 11 30 ish wake up at 7 drive to atlanta oh my god <laughs> and, and so i go to atlanta for a soccer game because <laughs> it's the national tournament um, and my team's playing one yeah. of my teams is playing and so they play and then they conclude and thank goodness my boss uh, he was like you know what Jake instead of coming back for the meeting on Monday morning why <laughs> don't you just stay in Atlanta for the night right so you don't have to drive six hours down and drive six hours back but today I drove back from Atlanta so that's like my last 48 hours you know I've, oh I've been home my. for like an hour it's like 7.30 30. And we're recording the pod Monday night. But I was dedication, Jake. That's dedication. Yeah, and guess what? I'm going to be in the office at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> hey. All right.
1: Well, Jake, that sounds like you are a five star co host. But do we have a five star review?
0: We do have a five star review before we get into the plethora yeah, true, true, true. of big, big news from honestly the last two weeks. Some of the stuff released this past week, some of the stuff released the week prior that we missed. Mm. But we always got you covered. And so does this five-star review. They've got us covered from HVAC guy, 21. Oh, HVAC guy. Got it. HVAC guy. Yeah. I know, what is I, uh, HVAC? I think
1: it's heating, ventilation, and cooling systems. HVAC. Yes. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, I've seen it on like a truck. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. The title of this review is Amazing Podcast. I love this podcast. It's really helped me stay in the loop as a TCG collector and amateur player. Keep up the great work, guys. And you know what? You keep up the great work too, HVAC guy. Hopefully you're doing a lot of HVAC things in the HVAC industry of HVACs.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice.
0: If you want to leave a review for yourself of our podcast, no matter if it's one star or five star, let us know how we're doing on the platform that you're watching, listening, any of that stuff. There's some sort of rating or review or comment that you can leave on pretty much every platform, I believe, that we're on. But, Sean, we got to get to the news because lots of things came out. Silver Tempest has released. We will talk about a little bit of Silver Tempest, but... We'll talk more about it in the coming weeks. But did you open any Silver Tempest, Sean?
1: I didn't because I'm lame and I didn't go to any pre releases because like I'm worked.
0: lame. I did. <laughs> I worked. Uh. I will say, I, um, on what day was that? Friday. I didn't have any games or anything like that. So I have some cards that I'm slowly getting rid of that I don't really want anymore. I'm starting to thin out my collection of like, instead of like oh these cards were super competitive or whatever you know but i don't have any decks for them i'm starting to phase those out into like just having standard stuff and also like man i really love this card you know like
1: your your full uh, art collection
0: yeah yeah stuff like that and so i traded a lot of that stuff in and um, I got a Silver Tempest booster box out of it, oh, but basically snap. for free. wasn't really for free, yeah, technically, but, like, but kind of pretty much. Um, and I opened it up. It was a lot of fun. Silver Tempest is a really, really cool set. I didn't get any Lugias, though. You didn't no get that, that full art Lugia that apparently... What was it going for in pre-sales? I think it was like $330 like at the beginning of the week or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely down, I think. Oh, and I mean, yeah. all the cards, you know, before they yeah. release, you know, they have the sky high prices like during pre-releases and then the booster boxes come out and then they start going down a little bit more. And then, you know, the week after they start really going down more. So mm-hmm. um, it. um I don't know what it is as of right now, but it's probably still it's like
1: still probably good.
0: Yeah, it's good. And it's probably the most expensive or the second most expensive card in the set. I would say, something that probably rivals it is serena because serena Serena. is somewhat yeah full art serena because that's somewhat uh viable in in competition kind of like Mm. i've seen a lot of people so far playing like one or two ofs in with that card um and then also just waifu tax you know yeah that but and i did not get a full art supporter it's the first set in sword and shield first main set that i did not pull a full art supporter in a booster box really hurts well really really hurts what real
1: quick what was the highlight of your box what one card
0: i would say the highlight of my box is i did get a radiant jirachi okay that's great like it's arguably my favorite radiant card and jirachi is one of my favorite pokemon so i was absolutely astounded by that and i also got the character rare Breakson and Ooh, serena which nice. is gorgeous it was the i think it was the character rare that i wanted the most out yeah. of that set i also got the Gardevoir, war um and diantha i think her name is she's yep. uh is she a champion in x and y or is she uh, one of the i can't remember pokemon lore there's too much <laughs> to know but anyways i got a lot of those and i uh my like ultra ultra secret rares or whatever were Ma Wild V Full Art and Skunk Tank V Alternate Art, and I was like, "You kidding me, dude? Oh, <laughs> oh no, jay You got." I was it. like, "I missed out on a Full Art supporter for this, but I also did get the character Rare Duraladon V Max with Raihan, so that was really really cool." Yo, I that card, with my friend Frey. That card might be busted in the next format. We'll talk about it uh, later. No, no? Um, anyways, we'll talk about the actual <laughs> cool things in this something that is coming to the local league soon so local leagues if you do not know a lot of areas you know card shops things like that have these local play pokemon leagues that you can go to every week pokemon has announced that there will be new prize packs that will replace stamped league promo cards they've kind of done something like this in the past where they're going to have a prize pack that will contain six cards from a pool of roughly 200 cards legal in standard format. So new prize packs will appear every so often, you know, with new sets releasing and stuff like that. If you see the picture that we've got pulled up on Poke Beach, or Sean had up earlier, there's Pat to the Peak with a promo stamp on it. Scoop Up Net, Pikachu VMAX, V VMAX, Charizard VMAX. Yeah. And they got this cool little prize pack. Thing going on so a lot of people are really excited about this i think it's really really cool because yeah. you know it can give you like a variety and especially with uh play pokemon promos those have always been like good usually they've always been like meta type cards in some form or fashion so like i remember um not too long ago well this is probably like two years ago now or something like that you know, they uh, put out at local, or not two years ago. I don't know when it was. But anyways, they had Cinderace, Intellian, and uh, Rillaboom promos that they would give you. And the Intellian was the uh, Shady Dealings Intellion. So, viable card. Very, very good card. So, very excited about this, Sean.
1: Yeah, like, it says six cards from a pool of 200. And they said they're, <laughs> I'm reading ahead a little bit, but like, the idea is that every six months they're going to do a new um, series and they did compare it to the old like pop series packs, which in those, yeah, you'd get like, I think, I don't know, four or five cards, something like that. And mm-hmm. then there was like, you know, the big one in the pop series was like either like a Pikachu or one of the pop series had a gold star. Uh, yeah. Umbreon or I, I believe in it.
0: So yeah, I think you're right.
1: So I think like that became the money card. Who knows what this will end up being, but I will be interested to see what the ratios are like of like, okay, if it's 200 cards, could you end up with like some crazy pack? That's like five, you know, super rares or or ultra rares or whatever, like five, like Mm -hmm. V maxes. Or could you end up with a pack with like five trainers that are like kind of lame? Like, I don't know. Like I'll be interested to see, but I love this idea, Jake. This is awesome.
0: I'm curious if it'll be like, um, like a regular pack so you get like one super ultra rare you know your charizard v max or something like that but then the other ones are like the scoop up net the path to the peak the um a breaks in you know the the breaks in from silver tempest if they make that a a promo card and an energy as well because yeah um there will be both foil and non-foil basic energy cards which i like the old Um, kind of play Pokemon. I have like a couple play Pokemon foil energy cards. Mm -hmm. I think I have Fire specifically, um, that I got for just attending a local league. The the local person was like, Here, have some promos, and I was like, Well, cool, thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, so these are really, really cool, and they're gonna be starting in February. So that's when prize pack series one will come out. And then Poke Beach also says, because it's um Wait, hold no, on. No, no. The first series um, I think
1: will drop oh, before
0: that. Series, yeah, two I is think it's February. already started. Yeah, is yeah. it Is first series already started? Yeah, yeah. Because six months. Yeah. If series two starts in February, then the other ones probably already started. I don't know. I don't have a local league within like an hour and a half <laughs> driving distance. I I do
1: wonder with this one. Like it says prize pack, and I'm like, mm-hmm. is that is the only person who wins a pack going to be like? I guess it'll be up to the stores to distribute them. Is my guess, but maybe it'll be like yeah. So for people who don't know, who maybe haven't played since they used to do local leagues and challenges and things, for challenges especially, um, you wouldn't just get like everyone gets the same promo, but for challenges, there'd be a first place, second place, third place and fourth place version of whatever the card was. And I wonder if instead of doing those individual printings, it'll be like, okay, we're going to give each store a certain number of these and they can distribute them as like maybe first place gets like four of these packs and second gets like two third and fourth get like one i don't know i think yeah it'll be interesting like let us know like if your store like if they don't have a clear thing like what your store chooses to do
0: i would hope that the store if it does it in that kind of style format i would hope that they would give like a participation pack Mm -hmm. because this effectively replaces participation promos you know you'd be able to show up and you would get um like i mentioned the the cinderace real boom and Intellion. like you didn't have to win you didn't have to play well you know but if you showed up and you played with other people and stuff you got the promos so i i like that i think that's very inviting i think that's super connecting to like everybody in the community you know because we've all been to local leagues not everybody is good right not everybody goes 4-0 you know every tournament you know you have your people that are not as great at the game that are just learning the game maybe and that's okay and so you want to you want to promote and you want to prioritize that as well so it's like i hope it doesn't I don't know. I just I I like this. I love the pop prize packs, but this could go sour like real fast, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you talked about the gold star Umbreon. Yeah. Like,
1: and that was in an era. That was in the era like before we are in today. Like like hyper collectors. I somebody did make a point in one of the comments of like, hey, just you know, Pokemon's gonna have to keep an eye on stores that maybe try to sell these on the side you know Mm -hmm. not give all of their packs out to their players so you know if you know that your local game store hopefully they're chill hopefully they're cool and they give these away like they're supposed to uh but yeah it's uh it can be a weird thing you don't want these to turn into into like the mcdonald's promo packs where like people are just selling like (laughs) case of prize pack series one for like a thousand dollars bro
0: yeah that would just mm. (laughs) but if you do want a deck and you want some really really good cards this hasn't been around in a while because there hasn't been a world championship until this past one a couple months ago pokemon usually tpci in the past after world championships will release like the top four decks people that place in the top four they will release versions of their deck in these, like, sort of collection boxes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're not official cards in these decks. They're cards with different backs on them. They're, like, World Championship logo-specific backs, so you can't use them in, like, competitive play yep. and stuff like that. But they're going to be releasing once again from the 2022 Championship. Oh, sorry. 2022 championships. They'll hit store shelves on March 3rd, Mm -hmm. Sean. These are really cool, in my opinion, because um, when the pandemic hit, I started thinking about these decks a lot more, and they're not easy to find. Like, especially, like, prior to 2019. Yeah. These These are really, really hard to get. So I'm super excited that these are coming back. And I hope, I hope that they're not super, super difficult. I
1: think that when I remember when they came out in 2019 and they were really pretty easy to find, um, Mm -hmm. at first, they obviously, I don't think they print tons and tons of them because yeah,
0: they they don't do these forever.
1: Yeah. It's a very niche product, but what Mm -hmm. I will say about this, yes, they don't have real card backs. I don't know for gym leader challenge because it's not an official format. I don't know if that matters.
0: I do know that there are, like, I do, I'm pretty sure you can, because I think in yeah. some of the older ones, Tropical Beach was a card in these World Championship decks, and I do know that you can play with World Championship Tropical Beaches, which are still, like, I think they're still, like, 50, 60 bucks if you try to buy them online as singles. That's silly. Um, it, yeah, Tropical <laughs> Beach, man. But... um. But these are really, really cool. They're 60-card pre-made decks, like we mentioned earlier. They come with a Worlds 2022 pin. So the logo that they had for Worlds London, you'll get a special pin. A deck box, booklet, and a code card. I assume that the deck box is not like a a big hefty one. It's like the small, thin ones, like in the juniper uh, milk carton box, like that kind of small, which... I personally hate but you you know whatever these are really really cool in my opinion because these can help out a lot in learning how to play the game um so like if you've got new players uh, whether that's you or somebody at home right it takes a lot to be able to buy and build henry brand's 2019 world championship deck right you gotta Buy all the Mewtwo's, you gotta buy all the trainers and stuff, which are expanded or whatever. Especially if uh Kayla I'm gonna botch this. Kayla Lichcht Lenter. I'm sorry, it's the senior world champion. I I've she's from Germany. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but like there's Charizards in there, like Charizard cards. So that already is expensive in itself. And so getting this pre-made deck is really, really good because um you can have like this cool, consistent deck that you can play against other people and you can try your hand out, you know, at, like just like how Henry branded winning worlds or yeah. Shintaro Ito getting second, things like that. So I think um to that point, it's this really is, good for teaching.
1: This is great for like casual local play, you know, like mm-hmm. your leagues. I don't think anybody's going to really care to be honest. Nobody's going to look at your card. It leagues the back of your card. If you're sleeved, just don't bring it to challenges and cups and you'll be fine. But I think another cool thing about this that I've seen people on Twitter talk about is um, I know some players really like to keep championship decks from every Mm -hmm. year in order to like, hey, like, let's relive like what that format was like five, 10 years ago. And they've been printing these for a number of years now. So it is cool. Like if you wanted to get started on building a collection of like, you know, old format stuff for like five years down the road, this is a really great inexpensive product to be like, cool. Now I have my 2022, you know, world championship deck, so I can replay the first place versus the second place in like 10 years.
0: And uh those of the lore of the metapod, those that know the extensive lore that is our channel, may remember that we had Lee Bui yeah. on the podcast a long time ago. And I believe we talked about retro formats mm-hmm. with Lee and um and like playing and getting into it and things like that so i'm pretty sure this was one of the things that was mentioned as well um so yeah i mean it's just a great thing to collect a great thing to get into if you like playing the game whether you're new or old i would say
1: jake in terms of playing the game (laughs) this is me transitioning jake uh yeah we, we, uh, I don't know, has this already launched? Because I will say, this, this news article is from October 31st. We was
0: gone. I, so, I, at the time of this recording, Pokemon TCG Live has not released yet. But in an open letter to the community, TPCI stated that, quote, roll out its limited beta worldwide by the end of the year. So, yeah, that is uh, going to be on a Tuesday, more than likely because uh, of all the release dates of the, the betas and stuff, you know, have all been on Tuesday so far. So the release dates to expect maybe in the U.S. November 15th, which at the time of this recording is tomorrow, which is the day that a lot of people are probably listening to this the day that this episode releases the week after the 22nd or the week after that, the 29th. Um, and that's just in November, so we'll see. I don't know if it's released yet. Uh, you know, when you're listening to this, hopefully it has. Maybe, maybe hopefully it hasn't. I, yeah, I was about to say um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say is like I keep seeing on Twitter. I I will say this: Twitter is an absolute disaster now. Sometimes still, we won't uh, get into that, but I still am on Twitter, and I still the Pokemon community is still there for now and i do see people talking about how the meta on ptcgo and the meta on ptcg live is vastly different because of a couple of things one the lugia card of, bugs yeah like bugs right like there's yeah. card bugs where they you they're banning certain cards until the bug gets fixed and those cards are like meta relevant apparently
0: yeah I remember fighting uh a fighting dojo was Yep. Uh I'm it was like a, at least a year I think it was Lucky Lucky Energy on PTCGO, yeah. Which is really good in Reggie. That's why yep. I think Azul was very open about this after um one of the recent regionals where he played Reggie and did really well. It's like one of the great things about that deck was that people didn't really know about Lucky Energy because it was bugged in PTCGO.
1: Yeah. And then like in PTCG Live, you have their, your own bugs. They also give away Um, I think they're giving away Lugia V-Star decks now. Yeah,
0: you can get, like, a full... um, I know, like, at a certain point, you get a 2-2 or whatever. It's, like, Tier 8 or whatever. Um, But this was a while ago. I don't have it pulled up, so apologies. But um, somebody had added me on Twitter after I made that tweet and said that you can get a full 4-4 line of Lugia for free um just based on like rewards and stuff which is insane it's the poster child of the set it's like the most meta deck to come out of the set
1: yeah and like uh, while that is both it's amazing right in terms of accessibility it also means that your meta is going to be full of lugia v star which like don't get me wrong it's a good deck but like percentage wise it's a terrible place to practice for these big tournaments
0: if you want to if you want to play a deck that beats Lugia, uh, sure. PTCG Live is great because sure, you can yeah. learn how to play it a lot. It's just it's such a weird
1: I don't know. I I'll be really interested to see like PTCG Live has the potential because they give away certain cards and decks to really affect meta games in ways that it's like you will get a really incorrect view on what the best deck to play might be simply because the numbers of people playing certain decks are going to be so skewed Mm -hmm. by what is being given away on the ladder or whatever every given month. I don't know. That's like, I don't know. I don't think Pokemon can fix that, but I, I think it's kind of a strange... Side effect
0: There's a whole other conversation as well about how like the online meta influences the mm-hmm. IRL meta, which in my opinion, I don't really think it does influence the IRL meta a lot. I think like, you know, it, it may help like a more casual player or someone who's never been to a regional before, mm-hmm. right? And there's nothing wrong with this. It may help them decide of what they want to play or what they feel like is really, really cool but like i mean you look at azul gg you look at andrew mahone right i guarantee you they don't really look at like when they're trying to figure out what the best play for regionals is toronto regionals coming up um any of those like they're not looking at what did well in um you know the the pizza pizza maria um underground shenanigan number 128 right that had 50 some players right they're they're testing they're constantly playing against different archetypes that they may see online like they see that a lot of people are playing um uh what is it like lost box Mm -hmm. or whatever you know and they may test a lot against that in irl stuff but they like they're not gonna look at the results and be like Oh, this is the number one most popular deck, so it's probably going to be that way in IRL. Um, so it's it's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, but,
1: yeah, it's it, it. That's a whole. I guess it's a whole separate conversation, but
0: yeah, that's a whole. The, like you know. I said, and I kind of took it a little long, but no, I, I yeah, like that's it a too. whole. That's a whole other podcast episode that we could make <laughs> and have someone on for because probably somebody else could explain it a lot better than I. Or you're almost certainly right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's OK, because, you know, we can talk about Sean and be uh, experts on it's the sets and when they're coming out and the products and things like that, because Crown Zenith has been officially revealed by the Pokemon company. Literally, w- what day was this? November 3rd. So before even Silver Tempest yeah. was revealed,
1: was released
0: they, or yeah, released, they revealed the set you know coming in january which in my opinion is really weird but we've known about this set for a while because it was reported back in july and then the details came Mm -hmm. um in october and stuff like that but we've got some details of the set it is the special set that is coming in the pokemon training card game releasing on january 20th It's a lot of alternate art reprints, a lot of them coming from Japan's V-Star universe, which there's a lot of cards that have been being shown lately at V-Star universe. Oh, my God. That's hot. Deoxys V-Star looks so good, that alternate art. Go check it out if you haven't. But, Sean, what is Crown Zenith going to have for anyone who doesn't know already? I mean, Crown Zenith, it's going to be 160 cards. It is a specialty
1: set. So think back to Shining Fates, champion's path hidden fates like that is the kind of set we are talking about um and to to jake's point it is a set that is all around alternate arts um not not shiny though. this one i don't believe is about shinies although
0: the radiant
1: cards like radiant charizard is technically a shiny charizard version of radiant charizard
0: yes because radiant charizard has to have a second radiant uh-huh. charizard and there's no other pokemon at i mean 890 this... some pokemon at this point no 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 no, no, no. no. Give charizard another one because that's what's going to make the money
1: um but yeah it's got 160 cards so it's a smaller set but not tiny uh it says like a few new radiant pokemon you got char charizard as we said charge a bug but also radiant Eternatus, which if you've seen some of the you know, V star universe leaks it should be a really interesting card for the battle. We won't
0: it should, yeah. should be, I, I just want to know who decided that charge bug should get one. Not say that charge bug is <laughs> a bad Pokemon, dude. Well, like, <laughs> if you were to, if you were to be like, Hey Jake, you know, there's three Radiant cards in here. There's a Charizard, there's an Eternatus, and there's one more. Guess which one? <laughs> I don't know if I ever would have thought Charjabug. Dude. Like, one thing doesn't belong with the other. Seriously. Yeah. It is yeah.
1: like somebody at the Pokemon Company at Game Freak is just sitting there with a Charjabug you Know they they love that's their favorite Pokemon, and like I'm gonna make a radiant charge, and bug. there's
0: nothing wrong with that. I just want to no. iterate that there's nothing wrong with being a charge bug stand, but yeah. like it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> who decided this, anyways? What else is in the set? Uh,
1: there's gonna be five Pokemon V Max, eight V Star, including Zacian and Zamazenta V Star, um, and 17 Pokemon V, but. Seventy cards with special artwork in the Galarian Gallery, so kind of like your trainer gallery.
0: It's pretty much the same.
1: Yeah, and those those special artworks will be artworks of not just like regular single prizer type cards, but also artworks of V stars like Mewtwo, Darkrai, Hisui, and Zorark. Like it, this set is going to be, I think, so much fun to open if you can find it at a reasonable price. Which, fingers crossed. <laughs> always the problem I, with these sets the
0: thing about it though is like can it be better than like hidden fates and what is it uh shining fates it can be um it can be better than
1: champion's path
0: oh and no i i don't think anybody is going to argue <laughs> about that like there's no doubt in my mind that it'll be better than champion's path but like i don't know like there's something maybe it's because i play the video games mm-hmm right um finding shiny pokemon is like extremely exciting and really really cool and i guess like you know they do have a trainer gallery uh you know type thing the galarian gallery so that's i mean i've enjoyed the sets like um like silver opening silver tempest opening um the rcs set god i already forget what it's called um (laughs) you know the last couple sets lost origin as well Um, that have these trainer galleries that you get you know 14 to 20 hits or whatever you know after counting the trainer gallery cards that you get extra in it so it's like i'm really curious to see how this special set is going to go because it's the first special set in a while i would say super special set that doesn't have like specifically shiny pokemon you know in several packs
1: i mean for me, I, I personally maybe prefer this over the shiny. And this is
0: my rationale.
1: Shiny Pokemon are super cool and they'll always be around in a card form, you know, in different sets. But
0: Well, they're radiance right now, so sure. maybe that's why they don't do it.
1: But I'm also in the in the camp of the custom artwork that is done for the gallery type cards, there's more effort that goes into it. The cards are more unique looking, I feel. Like if you actually look at Shining Fates and Hidden Fates as like sets that were, I believe, a year and a half or two years apart, something like that, like a, a, a decent amount of time. But you look at the Shinies from each set and they're really not that different in card design.
0: Yeah, like I think the like Ditto VMAX, for example, it is the same kind of art as the Shiny Ditto VMAX. The regular yeah. and the Shiny are pretty much the same. They're just one is a different color and basically has no background you yeah. know uh, so it's it's interesting in that perspective i do agree though that getting an alternate art except skunk tank uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the like mm. yeah alternate arts are really really cool to get and
1: i think that's for this one like because the alternate arts each card is going to have so much more character to it the if when you pull the alternates that i don't know i think people may actually find this approach to be long-term more entertaining to open um mm. than the shiny set but you know it, it look if shinies are your thing for whatever reason like i get it like it's cool to have like oh this is the rarest form of these pokemon that you could ever get and i'm pulling them as a card like yeah totally an experience but for me from an art perspective i'm, I'm a crown zenith fan
0: I think it kind of fits the last year, though, because like Crown Zenith is going to be like the finale of Sword and Shield, right? Before we move into the Scarlet and Violet sets. So it's like, you know, since Shining Fate's released, what's kind of been the theme of a lot of sets? And it's been the trainer galleries. Yeah. It's been these beautiful, gorgeous alternate arts. So to have a set that is a special set that kind of embodies that, I'm starting to jump I'm starting as we're having more conversation and more discussion. I'm starting to jump more on the crowd, the crown Zenith bandwagon with you. And um, especially after seeing some of those oh. uh, V star universe leaks, got that D De- I will not stop thinking about that. Deoxys V star alternate <laughs> art. I will buy that card as a single if I don't get it, but Sean, I- what are some of the products that you're going to be able to, to, to get some of these packs from?
1: Uh, I mean, the products are all like, if you've collected, Pokemon and open these types of products for the last couple of years, they'll be pretty familiar. You've got your um, elite trainer box. So important to note all of these special sets, they don't ever exist thus far as a booster box. They only ever come in like these specialty products because you can charge more for these products. Yeah. And they will. Yeah. So you're going to get your elite trainer box, which is always, in my opinion, those are always like the pinnacle of the form it's
0: like it's 10 packs compared to the usual eight and in the last couple sets they've had a promo yep in the
1: uh box so this one's got a lucario v-star alternate art oh
0: i've seen that yeah Yeah.
1: so yeah this will be 10 packs there is a pokemon center version that i think already went on sale at one point um pre-sale yeah but there's a pokemon center version and a not but you know uh, outside of that, though, you have got like collection boxes, right? You've got a Reggie Drago V collection box that has special art. You've got a Reggie lucky You're going to have a Zacian and a Zamazenta with like special arts for each of those. There's a Pikachu VMAX box, a V Union box, apparently, with more Peko, which is kind of weird. And it's
0: got a playmat in it. Oh, uh, that's cool. A playmat, which I think is gorgeous and I absolutely want it. <laughs> Um, So you're going to get all those. Those are nice. Some of
1: them, I think, are going to come with pins as well. So Mm -hmm. you can kind of pick and choose, like, do I want the one with the pin and more packs or the one with a couple fewer packs? Then you've got some ones that are more pin pack focused. So like Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Inteleon to sort of, you know, finish out the Sword and Shield era, basically. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to finally end up with some of these mini tins. They always do like four or five different mini tins.
0: Yeah. Going on to the uh the mini tins, you know, I was saying Crown Crown Zenith is the theme. I really like that they cause for our audio-only listeners, you can't actually see the mini tins. Yeah. Uh these mini tins, usually they just have Pokemon on it, but these have correlating trainers on it. So there's a Leon and Charizard on one tin, Marnie Morpeko, Sonya um Yamper. I forgot that Pokemon's <laughs> name. You got Bead, Hatena, and then hop and wooloo on these tins and so it's really nice again the theme of it all has been like the trainer gallery stuff the character rares and how this kind of plays into that theme as well
1: and jake uh for the viewers the people watching out there Mm -hmm. um we are showing some of the art cards that are likely to be in the set now the one card i don't Think will be in the set, and that is in the page that we're looking at now. Is there's that that Charizard V Star, but that was in the Charizard Premium Collection, so I doubt very much that will be in the set. Okay, that's my. They typically don't release a promo as a set card later in the same mm. form. So, but like the Mewtwo V Star looks gorgeous, the Zoroark, the Darkrai, uh, looks really. it was that? What is that? That's samurai.
0: That's a samurai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Darkrai. Sorry, it was Someone just I need to review I his a, I saw a
1: darkness pokémon and uh but like Altaria is gorgeous. The Manaphy is super cute.
0: I would say that that Diancie card Oh yeah. actually goes insane Huruko Ka, Ka blah, blah, blah. I always say this last name wrong. Kikawa? Oh, um right. I believe absolutely did nuts on this card it's so pretty and hopefully it's cheap too because it's not like competitive or anything like that yeah gosh it's so good the one thing i'll say because that's
1: basically it in terms of the information there there have been some more like details dropped here and there since this but this is like a nice wrap-up article from Beach. but um the one thing i will say jake With this Crown Zenith set sort of being a sign-off to the Sword and Shield era, I personally think, especially the year 2022, I think if you were going to say, like, what products of the last three or so years should I focus on collecting? I actually think that this year's suite of products is going to be really great for collectors Mm long-term because of that trainer gallery because of, honestly, how pretty some of the V-Stars are. Like, the whole V-Star thing, they're just they're cool cards.
0: Yeah, they're all really pretty, really.
1: You have, like, these gorgeous alternate arts, and the fact that the special set is Crown Zenith. And on top of that, Jake, you also, don't forget, had celebrations this year, right? Yeah. So, 2022, like, I think it's going to be hard. It's going to be a few years, is my guess, before they top this in terms of, the, the range of products that came out in the year mm-hmm. so i
0: would agree with that
1: this is my my little retrospective of the last year of sword and shield i think they really nailed it so uh, props to to the pokemon company for anybody out there that might be listening props to them
0: We'll see if the uh, if Scarlet and Violet will follow up, which, by the way, the video games for Scarlet and Violet uh, released this week. Sean, are you going to go pick yours up, maybe? I don't know. You don't really play the video games.
1: I mean, I played Sword and Shield. I didn't finish it, finish it, but I did play and beat the <laughs> first and get into the second DLC. I, mm-hmm. I own Arceus and have not played it.
0: It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot different as well, yeah. so um but uh we won't get too much into that (laughs) i'm excited for it i won't stream it. i might try to put like youtube videos out about it on like the the secondary channel or whatever that i have because the main channel is now just anime and books (laughs) and i'd like to just keep it that way but anyways sean there was a regional last weekend and it was the final regional of the sword and shield uh lost origin format over in Warsaw yeah. were 722 masters in the event. Sean, what was the winner? The winner
1: was Lost Zone Toolbox Pedro Torres
0: taking it home. hmm Uh our good friend Sinichi over uh Pedro Torres. Fantastic player. I believe the fourth regional championship. He's one now and mm-hmm. doing it with the lost zone box. We we've talked about this deck before. This deck is just good. Sean, yep. what's some, what's some big things about this deck that maybe you want to mention?
1: Uh, I mean, two Manaphy clearly was concerned about bench damage here. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, uh, is that a dark ride. Drapion, Drapion V, uh, I think respecting the Mewtwo, the new to the mu max matchup um yep. especially coming out of the i think the last regionals did mu v max win or did really well
0: it was a recent one yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so like very recent.
1: just straight up respecting mu max and I, I think that going into the next format i probably is going to keep being more of the same mu v max just ha, seems to be the deck that like it's just a good deck it's really straightforward in any format is going to have to figure out how to deal with it now A single drapey on V might be all you need, but you still gotta respect it.
0: Um it's really cool as well, um, because you have three switch carts in here. Mm -hmm. Not only do you have three switch carts, but you also have four cross switchers in here, four escape ropes, four scoop up nets. That's a lot of times that you can come fate. That's a lot of times that you can just move around to whatever Pokemon you want. Uh, Really, really sweet in my opinion in this list. And I feel like lost zone box kind of interesting to play the, the way that you um, have Sableye and stuff. Yeah. But it's got, it's got four battle VIP passes in it. I
1: will say opting for radiant Charizard in the lost box over radiant Greninja. Important Mm -hmm. to note, important to note there. So I
0: feel like it's, pretty good considering that you can i mean because it's very easy to get like turn one Krammer and attacks off right yep. um especially when you're this aggressive on switches and like resets yep. of your pokemon um and so continuously doing that you can sableye pretty easily yep. right within a couple turns and therefore, you're just setting up all this damage, and then Rainy and Charizard can just clean up. Like, absolutely just dominate. You've got a couple Claras in this list to be able to just chain those Charizards. you got Magma Basin as well. So you can do Charizard a turn earlier with two energies. Remember, because every prize your opponent has taken, Radiant Charizard's attack is one colorless less. So. Mm-hmm. You can get it out a lot earlier to do that big, big damage and, and clean sweep. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. Yes, indeed. Um, there are some other decks, though, Sean, in here.
1: I, I We have to point out Alex Schmansky. I will say, I believe I saw a stat that he has gotten, was it top eight or something like that, Like without or top four without winning a regional 10 times now?
0: It's a pokey uh, stats thing. I'll pull it up here in a second, but tell me real quick what deck Alex played.
1: He played Giratina V-Star. So like another lost zone oriented deck. Um, and what he, I believe uh, said about the deck, the fact that he got second, uh, but was like, this deck is incredibly difficult to pilot. And I would, I would believe that because where lost box might be forgiving in that it's in that it's primarily a single prize deck. Mm -hmm. the Giratina deck is not nearly that forgiving, right? Like you're going to give up more prizes. So you have to take your prizes more quickly, be efficient about that. And every decision you make, because you also relying on that Mirage Gate. So that it's the Mirage Gate version of Giratina, not the RCS version. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You have to know what am I ditching? What am I keeping? How do I manage my energy resources? It's, um, It definitely is a tough deck to pilot, but, you know, he obviously did a very, very good job. And it's so close to that win. So close.
0: Alex Shemansky, according to Pokestats per Rahul Reddy and Tate Weitzel, there are five North American players with six or more regional top eight appearances without a win. Alex Shemansky is number one out of five of those players, and he has 10 after this regional. 10. Double digits it's
1: i mean i believe i believe you know what the first time he gets a big dub you know what it's gonna be it's gonna be that world championship
0: that's it's gonna be that world it's
1: all building up the the you know the the anime arc is here jake it's it's so ready
0: i will say though um (laughs) with this list i think this list i think garatina lists are super cool um especially to I mean i haven't really played too much but watching mm-hmm. garatina lists are very very fun in the way that they you know do the comfy they do the sequencing and starting out you know playing the cramorant building into the tina things like that getting the mirage gates out there's a thornton in this list yeah. as well we could drop in that uh drapeon yeah uh, the or switch out a like cramorant or comfy or, Snorlax or whatever you know you also have the four battle vip passes blah 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 um you got a one of collapsed stadium in this list so yeah really limiting your opponent's bench um at least for one specific turn whatever that may be
1: yeah no it's it, it Look, this is a cool list and uh you know, I don't know how the list holds up after uh, the next set comes out. We haven't really, I haven't really dug into it that deep, but, you know, I, I don't see any reason why the deck wouldn't still be relevant and viable.
0: So either I deck. don't think much changes yeah. with it. I think the only thing that changes in Garatina V-Star in terms of preparing for Silver mm-hmm. Tempest format is you play uh, Temple of Sinnoh. Okay. i think really in this list because is going to be so popular you know reggie's are still popular so there's multiple decks in the format that are going to be playing these um special energies that play things like double turbos yep. um and stuff like that or provide specific colored things um for your pokemon not just like a capture energy type thing, yeah. type deal where it's colorless so I think Temple of of Sinnoh is your uh is Go your to. stadium that you need to play essentially yeah. in order to win matchups.
1: And I'm wondering if maybe Serena over bosses order for a list that likes to play comfy as well. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that that's actually probably good in there too. Yeah. So
1: well anyways, Jake, is there any other deck that you wanted to touch on as we exit the Lost Origin format at
0: there is Wait, one. Yeah. There's one that okay. I thought was super cool from Alexander Rutowicz. Uh, okay. Probably mispronounced that, but placed top eight at Warsaw with Vigavolt V and Palkia V-Star. Ooh, okay. A combination that I would have never guessed. There was Muse in here too. Maybe not the Muse uh, that you're used to hearing about Mew V-Max, but Mew from Celebrations arguably the best card in the celebration set the little engine that could playing Mew and trekking shoes in there along with battle VIP passes. So just a lot of uh, what we call turbo Mm -hmm. in there. But yeah, just really, really cool, in my opinion, because you're playing more or I'm sorry, you're playing the same amount of lightnings as you are water energies. Mm -hmm. which is really really neat but you're playing a two two line of palkia v star you've got two vika volts and you got four muse in there your radiant of choice is radiant greninja uh because drawing cards trying to go really really fast you have lost vacuum in here so we're seeing a lot more decks you know starting to play these lost vacuums because like field blower it's just really good sometimes um in that sense, there's also a little Zapdos in here, hmm. Sean. Do you remember what that Zapdos does? Uh
1: I, I, I'm I'm reading the card now. Is it basically does it pump your basic lightning Pokemon's attack by 10?
0: Yes, it's in okay. the trio of Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, where they like you said, pump the damage output of your basic insert type that is the same as Zapdos, Moltres, or Articuno by 10 and so that's very interesting in the fact now vika volts paralyzing bolt which if you do not remember paralyzing bolt prevents your opponent from playing trainer cards their next turn which can be really good in a format with you know a lot of tinas and a lot of come that are using scoop of nets switching cards things like that
1: i was thinking about that i'm like any deck
0: is comfy what's the uh HP of Comfey is it
1: 60 or 70 it is
0: i I think it is sixty which with the Zapdos yeah um knocks it out. Let me just double check. Comfey has oh Comfey has seven. 70. But I mean you have a, you have in, a Galarian Zigzagoons. You do so that's probably where you go at that point if I had to take a guess.
1: Yeah I mean that is a I had not thought about that but yeah it especially considering the top two decks we're sort of lost or lost box based. Mm -hmm. Like that is really interesting to say, Hey, I'm going to make it really difficult for you to play all those item cards in those lost box, all the switching cards and whatever. And like, and I'm just going to slowly hit you for damage, sit 50, 60 damage, ping with Zigzagoon. And we just win because you, you run out of ways to get Pokemon onto the field and you just lose.
0: Plus with Palkia, Right. Mm-hmm. Palkia is another popular deck. I mean, it got top eight here in this, and that doesn't even start to think about how origin form Palkia got fourth place mm-hmm. in this tournament and Cure VMAX origin form Palkia got third place as well. So half of the top four was Palkia type lists. So having that Vigavold in there also hits for weakness yeah. on those Palkias, right? The, uh, the Zaptos puts it at 60 base, or which it, or well, 260, which with weakness is 120. That doesn't even uh, uh, include the choice belt in there. That doesn't include the Galarian Zigzagoon. So you're hitting that one time with that, and then you're finishing it off maybe with the second attack, or maybe if you've got the choice belt, I think you're two-shotting a Palkia V-Star, right? Because it would be... 120. It would be 60 without the Zigzagoon. It would be, yeah, I mean, you would just... Yeah, yeah. you two-shot it for sure.
1: Yeah, so it's it is uh, it's definitely a cool deck. I wonder, I you know, like I said, I don't know the next format that well, but I wonder if we'll see more Vikavolt um, with the Reggie Leckie or, you know, it'll be I interesting. Would
0: be, a lot of people, I know Azul put out a video, so if you want a list to start out um, of Reggie Leckie, Vikavolt, I think he put out a list. But I think this would be very, very interesting to look into, in terms of the Silver Tempest format, because Lukia has that lightning weakness as yeah. well. And that's going to be a popular deck. So, who knows? Maybe Vikavolt can uh, can really make some noise.
1: Yeah, Sleeper. Sleeper really Packet.
0: So... That's why I also like closed deck list formats, right? Because yep. you get... I, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, the differences. Um, like, I can't remember um when this was exactly in our lore but we've we've talked extensively about like the difference between online formats and um IRL formats and especially with tournaments as well is with IRL tournaments you get big surprises like this yeah like who would have guessed that these two would fit well together besides this person that played it yeah and
1: and when you sit across from an opponent if they if you have a closed deck list you can't guess like you see a Palkia oh cool I know what I'm playing I'm playing Palkia wait 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 wait
0: Vigavolt? Excuse yeah, me? yeah. surprise, surprise, especially if you're facing like another Palkia deck, you yeah. can really just like, and plus like Volt, how much has it been played in the last year, it's, right? I how think many it's... people know how to prevent or how to play against item lock? Yeah,
1: it's not, it's not a very popular way to play. I think people have dabbled with it, especially players who've been playing a long time, because it is popular mm-hmm. in older formats or in Expanded. But, yeah, if, it, if all you've ever played is standard, yeah, item lock has not really been a thing for very long.
0: So, yeah, it's just, uh, man, I just love seeing decks like this just pop out of nowhere and just be really, really cool, in my opinion. Well, Jake, Sean, I, g- I got to ask you, though, with. <laughs> silver tempest uh-huh. do you have any i know you said you haven't really dug too deep because you are a hard-working man in the united states of america that probably works too much arguably i mean you worked on the I weekend mean, for all, all americans
1: State. work too much right
0: yeah um except for those uh, anyways um uh sean what is your do you have any like first thoughts of silver tempest
1: uh i i am i am interested to watch the i think the first regional is going to be laic um for silver tempest format
0: I I don't know that for sure but I, I you're that. probably right to be honest
1: um so I'm really I'm really excited to see the first big regional I think especially because there won't have been any tournaments before mm-hmm. that you know there will be online there will be a little bit of league play but like those top tier players like you said they're going to be testing within their testing groups not necessarily playing online And I think we're going to see a lot of, I think we're going to see a lot of Lugia, a lot of things that we expect, but there's going to be a few players that bring something unexpected. And I think that's, what's always the most exciting about a new format is what's that, what's those like two or three decks that people are like, who knows, man? Like, Mm -hmm. I think, especially because we're, we don't have rotation this year until January. It's like you have the card pool is a little bit bigger, than I think we're it's used like, to.
0: I, it's never been this big. Right. right? It, At least
1: for a long time. So, like, I just think there's a lot of cards that the average player has forgotten about, doesn't consider relevant, and, like, you know, I, I, I it'll be really fun. I think it'll be really fun to watch those top matches.
0: The Latin American regionals are November 25th through 27th in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So if you want to tune into that that is going to be at that time that is not this weekend but next weekend yeah uh it will be going on at the time of this recording and then the week after that stuttgart regionals i don't know where that is i assume it's like european yeah yeah stuttgart probably yeah
1: it's probably in germany or
0: austria or something and then toronto will be happening at that same time so lot of big things coming up a lot of december regionals mm. and stuff because you got arlington two weeks after and then sometime in december is the kyoto champions league oh yeah um which will have well that that'll have v star universe in it probably or yeah or so whatever
1: cards that are new i guess
0: yeah and then will that have no that won't have like scarlet violet stuff i don't think so. right i don't or will that release that might release in december but uh i don't even know but when we do know we'll give you the lowdown and we'll give you a lot of stuff as we usually do on the metapod podcast again sorry for missing last week real life stuff you know gotta pay the bills somehow but have a great rest of the day we'll see you next episode